Hello, Balance Baddies. Welcome back to another episode of my podcast, Changing with Shabrisha, hosted by me, Bria Washington. And first, I want to thank you all for the support. I want to thank you all for the positive messages that I've gotten in my um, DMs and Instagram. You all are great. You all are beautiful. You all are awesome individuals. And I thank you all for tuning in to this podcast because it means a lot to me because I really want to help spread joy, spread knowledge, increase everyone's uh, wellness. And, you know, we want to be healthy on the inside out and within all aspects of our life. And, um, you know, excuse my voice. If it sounds more raspy than usual, it's because I'm getting over a cold. You guys, the month of October came so quick. Like, first of all, I want to say I love fall. Fall is my favorite season. You know, I, it's it's good to take a break from this heat down here in Dallas, Texas, because the summer was super hot. But I, as soon as that weather dropped, like, I started getting the sniffles, making sure I ate my soups and drank my teas and took my cough drops and, you know, staying healthy, staying COVID free, not catching the flu. All that is important to me right now. So I wanted to put that out there. And secondly, let me make sure I apologize to you all. Like you guys, I've noticed that my last podcast episode was September 1st and now it's like October 7th. Like what? Like it's been a minute. So let me explain myself real quick. So the month of September, I was back and forth between Memphis and Dallas because I attended two weddings and I love going to weddings. Weddings are so much fun to me. Like I love love. And uh, I also spent some good time with my family and I went to um, South Carolina as well to visit my sister and my brother-in-law and my nephew. Like I had you know, good times with them. And, you know, lately, you guys, I just really been making sure that um, I enjoy my life, uh, especially with my loved ones. I don't want to take that time for granted. I don't want to take people for granted. And, um, you know, it, it it's I had a really good September and I hope you all had a good September as well. So now it's October. It's getting colder outside. We feel the breeze. OK, coming through. It's fall, and all we can think about is, oh, winter is coming. And yes, winter will be coming soon, but let's enjoy fall while we have it. Um, So let me hop into the topic of this episode. So this episode, we're going to be talking about our financial wellness, okay? And financial wellness is defined as effectively managing your economic life. So essentially, we're going to be talking about how we budget. How do we balance our money? How do we... You know, how is your relationship with your money? These are things that I even had to think about um, a few years ago. Honestly, when I first moved out of my parents' house, when I moved down to Dallas, that was my first big move. That was my first big, you know, journey, of course. And before I had to do, before I could do that, I had to make sure I could afford it, right? And for anyone that's probably living with their parents and they're thinking about moving out, like how I did, make sure you make three times your rent. And what that means is, for example, if the rent is $1,000 a month, make sure you make at least $3,000 a month. 
And that's after tax, okay? Like, if you don't make that much money, you need to find uh, a place to live or, you know, wherever that's within your means. Honestly, from what I've been taught, it's good to live beneath your means so that you know you have money to spare. So let's talk about that for a moment. So when I first moved from Memphis to Dallas, and that was in April 2020, Oh, I remember, um, first of all, I remember it being very rushed. So, you know, don't be like me. I did it very quickly. That's because, you know, I got a job opportunity down here and I jumped on it, y'all. Like, I, I snatched it, grabbed it, and did whatever I had to do, jumped through whatever hoops I had to jump through in order to get this job and live comfortably down here like I'm doing right now presently. And I remember... Um, seeing the salary that I was going to be making and learning like, okay, this, I make X amount of money. Where can I live with, with this amount, you know, within this amount that I'm making. And I found an apartment. Thank Jehovah God. Like he always got my back y'all. That's why I'm so loyal to him. Of course, such a good guy but like I remember being you know when I found the job opportunity like I had to move down here within a week so I literally had seven days or less to find an apartment and move down here and so within like that day I remember um I contacted an apartment locator and I told her my budget and she emailed me back like real quick like okay I found the perfect apartment for you and I'm you know checked it out I couldn't at the time it was COVID so I really couldn't even look at my apartment now that I think about it I didn't see my apartment till I was moving into it like I saw it online like I was like okay this is you know how the inside looked but I didn't get to step inside of it till moving day and um I remember even googling like um living off of the amount of money that I was living off of and I um I think at the time because I have a new job now so I'm not gonna I don't want to tell how much money I'm making you know I think that's very personal that's my business but um I think that um whatever your um budget is however much money you make a month or whatever your salary is that this year of yearly salary make sure that you you know google okay how can i live off of x amount of money you know and usually it there's a lot of tips that you can find online about living within you know your salary whatever wage you make at your job and that really helped me out a lot when it came to how I balanced my rent, my utilities, um, and a lot of bills. Uh, so definitely making sure I could afford my rent was good. And then also at the time I had to, um, I think I had to really X out, you know, get rid of a lot of unnecessary uh, things in my life that I was spending money on. Like, I think I was... I remember I had like a Ipsy subscription and anybody that know Ipsy bags, that's like uh, like a company where you um, I think they it's like 10 or 20 dollars a month. And every month you get like a bag full of makeup. 
And it was fun while it lasted, but that was definitely something that I had to let go of because I had to manage a new, you know, financial lifestyle for myself. And, you know, there's other ways that I think about my finances. I definitely want to put out there uh, the financial feminist. Uh, her name is Tori. Tori, she's also known as her first 100K on Instagram. I, I really highly recommend you all follow her. I don't care if you're a male or female, uh, whatever you are. Like, I know it says financial feminist, but she has a lot of um, information about investing and just budgeting your money for your lifestyle that I think will help you all. It's definitely helped me. It's helped my relationship with my money and it's improving on the daily, um, on the monthly, on the weekly. Like it's, I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm gonna put it out there. I could definitely do better when it comes to my finances. I want to make sure I decrease my debts and increase my savings account. That's really important. That's like a goal for me right now. Um, so if you're a balanced baddie listening to this, let's create some financial goals for ourselves. Like, I think a good financial goal for anybody right now is to simply save money. Like, do you have an emergency savings account? You know, uh, or how much money are you saving consistently? Um, and you know just what is your budget looking like when it comes to uh your bills every month i think i think really um calculating that or taking the time to really sit with your money and to really have a balanced view of money you know i i know i talk about <clears throat> living my best life and i do think life is to be enjoyed but you doesn't you don't have to spend racks of money to enjoy your life let me make sure i put that out there like i don't want to make it seem like i'm somebody out here balling shot calling like don't don't be fooled like i like having fun i like looking nice and i like doing nice things but i am definitely a balanced baddie that ball on a budget like i definitely budget my spending my lifestyle how much money i want to spend when i travel how much money i want to spend when i shop how much money i want to spend when i eat you know um budgeting is is very important like i have the book um get good with money by tiffany uh the budgetista because I just really, I really want, it's really a goal for me to get better with my money when it comes to saving, financing, and investing. Investing is the thing to do nowadays, you know, but you know, that's a whole nother topic. Investing, that's something I'm definitely educating myself on now. I even have a um, book about investing. And um, like I said, I brought it out about her first 100K. She talks a lot about investing on her podcast and on um, on uh, Instagram and TikTok. Like she she is the goat when it comes to being young and having your finances together. I'm she she I'm trying to be like her, to be honest. Um, but right now, when it comes to our financial wellness ways to improve i have a few tips that i would like to share with you all and it's just ways to start you know um let me pull it up because i made some notes all right give me a moment okay here we go so 
The first uh, tip that I have for you all about improving your finances is to set and commit to a budget. Like I said, I had to calculate all my finances and I really learned how to do this because a few months ago, uh, unfortunately, my bank account was hacked into. Okay, if you have a bank account, make sure you check in on it um, a lot because it's hackers everywhere and they will hack into your bank account. Like I had, I think it was called Money Lion, you know, Lion like the animal, L-I-O-N. Money Lion like went into my account and just just depleted it, took all my money out. And um, um, I went into my, went to my bank, talked with them about everything that happened and thankfully, uh, I was able to get my money back, but still, though, that was kind of scary. Like, it's scary to look at your bank account one day and it's like all your money is gone, checking and savings. And it's like, OMG, like, and then you track it. And yeah, that was crazy. I don't wish that on nobody. And I hope I never experience that again. But it, with that happening, it kind of was a blessing because it gave me a moment to sit down and look at everything that I spend my money on and to really create a budget for myself and really make sure that I don't spend money on unnecessary things like those Ipsy bags that I brought up or like, you know, DoorDash or Uber Eats. Like, you know, it's a lot of things or expenses that we do spend money on that it's like, okay, that's not within my budget right now. So you need to know what you're spending money on and how you can do it wisely. A budget can give you the control and freedom over your finances because you know what you need for expenses and what you have left to enjoy. So, you know, spend all your money on your bills, you know, calculate your bills every month. And then when you spend that money per month, then you say, okay, this is what I have left to either save or maybe to enjoy myself because, you know, life is to be enjoyed still. And maybe you can, if you have enough money to take a trip, I... I think you should take it because, you know, I'm I'm be honest. That's what I do. Or to, you know, I know I have some balanced baddies that's listening to me that have families and children. So uh, if you have extra money, make sure you uh, spend time with your children or put it into a savings account for them. So my second tip is to have an emergency fund. Okay, with COVID happening, I think everybody kind of know now to have some type of backup emergency money because I remember when COVID first happened, um, what made me move to Dallas in the first place is because in Memphis, I um, I was cut from my job. Like, I, I didn't have a job. I went a whole month not having, you know, you know, not being employed. And that felt very weird for me because low-key, I'm a workaholic and I do like to work. So within that month, I was so glad that I had some money saved. You know, wow, you know, because during that time, I, I remember I applied for unemployment and we had those stimulus checks. God, I miss those stimulus checks, you guys. I don't know about y'all, but I miss those stimulus checks. Like, if I get a stimulus check right now, I, I'll i be so grateful. But uh, nevertheless, it is important to have an emergency fund because um, when that happened, I was really happy that I had some money saved. I had a savings account and... You know, I lived off of that uh, until my unemployment kicked in and, you know, all that other money in the stimulus check kicked in. But I lived off of that. I paid my bills with that. I, you know, got groceries with that. I got gas with that. Like that, 
it is very important to have an emergency fund. And ideally, you know, it's good to set aside three, three to six months of your monthly expenses for your emergency fund. You know, realistically, not many of us have three to six months. I've, you know, we're lucky we have a month, you know. But, you know, especially given our current <clears throat> economic, uh, you know, it's 2022. So this economic season, the way the world turns, like it's it's really good to have, you know, some savings aside, which leads me to number three. Like number three, uh the third way to improve your financial wellness is to save money consistently. Consistently. <clears throat> so, how much money are we saving on a monthly basis? You know, if you make <clears throat> X amount of money, excuse me, y'all, I'm telling y'all, I'm getting over a cold. But if you make X amount of money every month and then you spend all that, you know, you spend your money on your bills or whatever. The money that you want to put to the side and say to even build up that emergency fund, let's make sure we're consistent. You know, uh, let's get into the habit of mindlessly setting aside a modest amount of money every month. Like, okay, this goes to my bank account now. This goes to my bank account. You know, every time, almost, it's good to set aside. I know some people say 10% of your check every month. And um, I don't think, let me see. I calculated. I think I'm close to 10 saving 10% every month, you know, but it's good to set aside 10% of your check every month into a savings account, you know, and even if you can set uh, it up so that it automatically goes into your savings account, that'll be great as well. Um, also for my balanced baddies out there listening to have kids, it's good to save for your kids future. You know, not only just save for your emergency account, but, you know, let this be maybe tip number four. If you have kids, you know, this could be a tip number four for anyone with kids. Save now for your kids. I'm going to repeat, save now for your kids. You don't know what the future looks like for them. And you want to not only just have an emergency fund for you and your family, but it's good to maybe save, you know, a couple of dollars every month into an account for your children. I wish my parents would have had a, an account for me. They absolutely did not. I think my moving and my adulthood life would have been a little bit easier and smoother had my parents saved some money for me uh, as a child. Like I definitely would have less debt right now. So let's let's not be like our parents if that's if you know your parents were like mine and didn't save money for you but you know I know if I were to have children like I definitely you know would save them you know open them up in the savings account so let's let's get some saving let's save some money for these kids okay so the next one number four or number five let's pay off debts in small bites okay so when the inflation happened i don't know about you all but i had to like spend uh pay spend money uh on my credit card to get gas and groceries and that added up like big time and so i'm definitely trying to pay that off and i kind of got a headache just thinking about it right now but um pay off debts in small bites if you're facing like a mountain of debt like pay off little ones first 
So it's good to pay off like this credit card and that credit card. And sometimes, I don't know about you all, but I kind of put money towards all my credit cards, you know, at once. I don't know how many credit cards you all have, but I, I kind of have a few. And uh, I have a credit card for like travel. I have a credit card for uh, gas and grocery. And I have a credit card for emergencies. So I, I think I have, yeah, that's that sounds like three of them. Um, so credit cards, I learned they are, they do come in handy and they do help boost your credit score just a little bit, especially if they notice like you paying it off and you spending money wisely, but that interest can be a pain in the butt. So let's make sure we pay those credit cards off. Uh, especially if you like me and you travel and you look at your travel credit card and you like, okay, I need to sit my butt down somewhere but you still go on that trip because life is too short not to. Oh my goodness, y'all. I'm telling y'all, I'm not the, let me put it out there. I am not the poster child of having a perfect financial. Mm -mm. No, my finances, like I said, I need to work on it. So these tips ain't just for y'all, my listeners, but these tips are for me too. So let's get to the next one. The next tip, tip number uh, five uh, tip number six, if you got kids, because I know I put in that one, is to track the due dates of your bills. Now, don't get me wrong. If you set and commit to a budget it, within tip number one, you should definitely know your due dates to your bills. Okay, like that that that's that that should be automatic. However, I do know that sometimes due dates can change uh due dates or or the way you get paid can change because sometimes you get paid every two weeks and then it'll fall on a week where it's like okay this automatically coming out of my bank account now but hey this you know excuse me it's like i get paid this week but the bill is automatically coming out my account this week so sometimes it's good to um what's the word to maybe talk with whatever uh, company that bill is with, like maybe if it's a, a auto insurance bill, for example, and let's say they're gonna take it out on the 10th, but you get paid on the 15th. Maybe you can call them ahead of time and be like, hey, you know, can we change this date to the 15th because I get paid on the 5th, I mean, on the 15th, instead of it coming out on the 10th. You know, so therefore your bank account don't go into the negative. I mean, that's just a good piece of advice. So keeping track of your due dates is really important so you can keep your bank account balance. Another uh, tip, tip number uh, seven. I think I'm keeping up. Tip number six. Number six or number seven. Okay, set up an alert on your checking account. So like I said about those um, bills that come out just so you know like if you go into a negative some banks charge you a, a overdraft fee meaning that let's say my bank account get into the negative because my auto bill came out my bank is now finna charge me $35 because I'm in the negative and then for every day that I'm in the negative that's another $35 $35, $35. and that and that adds up okay so let's uh, it's good to uh, set up an alert to your checking account so that you can be aware like, okay, I'm in the negative right now. Let me change this real quick. Or 
you know, like I said, make sure you uh, keep track of that bill so that you don't get into the negative to begin with. And my next and final tip, the last tip, number seven or number eight for you if you have kids, is do not over apply for credit or and or loans. I've never, well, let me not say never because I've applied for student loans when I was in school. But outside of student loans, I've never applied for any other loans. Um, yeah, I know some people apply for loans for houses or apply for loans to pay off debt. Make sure you don't apply for more than you need because you will have to pay all that money back. Like, be mindful of how much money you borrow because you know everybody have to rob peter to pay paul or rob paul to pay peter whatever the saying goes be mindful that both peter and paul want their money back eventually so um yeah uh when you apply for only the credit loans credit or loans that you need it keeps your credit score healthier and it promotes healthier financial wellness. Like it it won't throw off um, your credit score and it won't throw off, you know, your debt. Like you, you won't be deeper in debt than you need to be. I remember I had a friend. Um, she uh, she would when we were in school, because my only example is student loans. But when we were in school, she um she had uh, scholarships and grants, and it was to the point where she didn't even really need uh, student loans. However, this friend, she still applied for student loans because she wanted a refund check back. You know, if you um, if you're a student and you have a lot of money left over from what the financial aid office need to pay for your tuition you'll get a check back for how much money you had left. And so this friend, she used to um, get extra loan money so that she could have a refund check, so she could have money. And she wasn't thinking, now that we're older, she's like, dang, I owe all that money back. And she wasn't being mindful of the fact that, well, dang, I really didn't even need all that money to begin with because I had grants and I had scholarships. So. You know, if you're a balanced baddie in school, don't, if you don't need that loan, don't take it out. Please don't do it. It, it. it will help you out on the long run. Alrighty, my balanced baddies, that's all I have for today. I'm going to keep this um, podcast episode short and sweet. We're going to think about our money. For my balanced baddies um, that uh, want to get better with their money, I want to put it out there. Let's think about our relationship with money. You know, uh, that's a lot of digging to, to or that's a lot of meditating to do because uh, everybody relationship with money is different. And there'll be another episode that I make about financial wellness. But right now, these are just some tips that I have to improve our financial wellness. We want to live um, within. You know what? No, we want to live beneath our means. Let's live beneath our means so that we can live abundantly and so that we can save abundantly. Alrighty, Balanced Baddies, I hope you enjoyed this episode and I hope you stay tuned for my next one. All right, thank you.